What is News Radio 92.3? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 92.3 is. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. I was alone to the right, didn't know what I would find. There's another road where maybe I could see another side. There's a Growing up as a kid, I had always known that there are a few things we need to do to get what you want. And they don't happen to be having the brains, or having the bronze, and having a lot of money. Uh, very simply, uh, as a kid, uh, to get anything you want, you have to plan way ahead of time. Uh, you need to be very persistent, even when things don't go your way. And uh, most importantly, you need to get everyone into the plot with you. And this is exactly what happened here in Pensacola, uh, except that it's a wonderful plot. I love that expression, get him into the plot with you. Now, when I first heard, uh, this is Jeff Lamb, he's the uh, president, the division president for commercial aerospace for ST Engineering. When I first heard him say that, what I, the way I was thinking of plot was like the plot of a movie, the plot of a book, like get them into the story with you. That's what I took too until... And, yep. then, and then I was like, <laughs> get them into the plot with you. <laughs> like the, the nefarious scheme to do the, you know, and um, I know there are critics of ST and I have also raised my own concerns about the way the money has been working with this project and, you know, to what degree we are accomplishing the end result and is it good use of policy? I, I, I hear all your concerns. I share your concerns, okay? Uh, but, you know, for the moment, don't be that critic. I mean, it, it, it's okay to be, but, you know, I, I didn't hear it that way, and I certainly don't think he meant it that way. It's kind of a funny choice of expression for somebody for whom clearly English is not a first language. It might be his fifth language, for all I know. Uh, but, you know, he was the representative from ST, Singapore ST, as opposed to US ST yesterday. Uh, that has made it possible for us to open Hangar 2 of a four-hangar project that will span 10 years from conception to completion. It is wonderful to be able to work with people who put their hearts and minds into a project to make a difference for the community, for the city, and for the livelihood of people who live in Pensacola. So it's a wonderful thing to celebrate. And that's something I heard again and again, and I've heard this before from ST, that they just love working it. Like, the people here are great. Of course, we know our people are great. Um, and that's wonderful. And by the way, I did really appreciate Jeff's comments in the beginning, but, you know, it's not the brains, it's not the brawn, it's it's not natural raw talent. It's persistence, including people, and, you know, getting your team organized towards the end objective. So what are the rest of the plans now that we've opened ST Hangar 2 yesterday, doubling the capacity for maintenance, repair, and overhaul? MRO is the acronym there. Uh, it's an MRO for Airplanes Facility. As we stand here today in a newly opened hangar, we are planning to further strengthen these working relationships and continue building our presence in Pensacola. I'm delighted to share two developments that will help us achieve this. First, we will commence the construction for two more hangars this year 
hangars 3 and 4 just across the runway, which United has already committed workload to. When completed, the whole MRO complex will bring our annual capacity in Pensacola to over 2 million man-hours and bring over 1,700 jobs to Pensacola. Yeah, so again, if you know the airport, uh, the northeast corner of the airport, like if you know where the, the blank triangle is, the fire station's on the one corner and Tippin is on the south, and then uh, what is that? that? No, May Garden Drive is on the southeast corner. It's a, all the way across the airport. I'm trying to think of that road that cuts around by the, uh, the sunnies. Anyway, I can't think of it right now, but uh, the, 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 round, the roundish one. Anyway, the, the, you know, the, the runway ends in Tippin. Right. And on the northeast, on the right side of the runway, you have the two enormous hangars. There will be two more enormous hangars on the left side, on the west side there, where they've cleared out all the houses and those woods back in there. And, you know, the trees, a lot of those trees are going to go away, of course, as well in that project. And eventually the, the plan is 1,700 jobs, about 400 jobs per hangar, uh, four hangars, and then plus a um, uh, an administrative slash technical education building where they're going to be training their own people. And you heard him mention there, it's kind of important, uh, American Airlines has already committed to that Hangar 3 and about 80% of the capacity, I talked to the president of America, ST Engineering, yesterday, and he said about 80% of that capacity is already committed to Americans' uh, slice of that Hangar 3. Second, to address the growing demand for skilled aviation maintenance professionals, we are collaborating with local economic development agencies and educational institutions with the backing of the state of Florida legislature to establish accredited aviation maintenance training programs that aim to produce over 150 technicians with FAA certifications annually. Yeah, 150 a year. That You know, you have the program that they're doing with PSC, Pensacola State College, they just uh, they just signed a memorandum of understanding with them yesterday. Jeff Lamb and um, Ed Meadows were signing that. They're also building their own on-campus training facility because um, you know they want people, and and getting people has been the challenge. Because you know you would think this is an easy thing. It turns out it's apparently not that easy to, even though they're willing to train and it's a good job and it really has made a difference in the lives of a lot of people. But still, for some reason, that's part of the hurdle because you hear the the demand is there. Like, you know, airplane company, I mean, you know, like, for example, UPS and United, the or sorry, and American, the big ones right now, they want the work. Like, they have the planes that need the maintenance. They just have to find a place to do it. Well, we're trying to build as fast as we can to service that need, but we've got to find the people to do the work to service that need. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And uh, watching uh, a couple areas of concern. For one, it is uh, the, the front gate at the base is backed up past the Shell gas station. And it'll be single lane no, down on Lillian between Blue Angel and 98 as they work on that road shoulder. And it's traffic on the fives. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. I did talk to uh, Senator Doug Broxson and uh, also Ed Meadows, PSC president, yesterday. So we're here with Senator Doug Broxson and also uh, president of Pensacola State College. Ed Meadows. Uh, Senator, uh, pretty big day. What do you have to say? It's just wait and see what's going to happen. Uh, I know there's been some concern about the investment that we've made towards ST, but now we're thinking about merging these institutions together like Pensacola State and the state of Florida and not only creating workforce for here, but workforce for around the community that to a charter school that's going to be uh, different than anything in the state. Yeah, Dr. Meadows, certainly one of the things we've watched is, you know, the hope for a lot of jobs, but then the trouble has been finding 
good, qualified, trained employees, which obviously ST has been doing everything they can to whatever needs to be done to make that happen. And now with more from PSC, that's a pretty big development, right? Well, you know, the, the, the issues with uh, importing um, the kinds of uh, technical skills that you need is limited to a degree, but we have an unlimited future supply of, uh, of citizens of uh, Northwest Florida that will hopefully see this as an opportunity, as Senator Brockton has said, to stay home and earn a really good living and a good quality of life. So we're excited to be a part of this. Uh, I think I, I think Senator Brockton is, is exactly right. It's, it's uh, just wait and see uh, because this has uh, this has more opportunity than than just uh, meets the eye at the very beginning because there are, uh, there are opportunities here to if people don't want to be an A and P mechanic uh, there are other areas that uh, we can train in uh, in collaboration with uh, the facility that will be built here. So we're excited about the future and the opportunity for our citizens to be able to stay home and, and enjoy a good quality of life with a, a, a good uh, wage. PSC's really been expanding lately, I mean, with the bus driver training or CDL training, with this coming online. How, how many students will be able to go through this program? Well, their uh, immediate employment needs over the next five years will be a couple of hundred. Okay. So we're. And you're fixing to meet that need? Well, that is our goal. Okay. That is our goal. But it's, it, it's not just ST Engineering. Uh, it's, it is Santa Rosa County as well with Leonardo Helicopter. Right, right. So this is, a, this is a collaboration between just more than Escambia County. It's also with Santa Rosa County. Makes sense. It, it, the college is the most nimble institution that can meet the workforce needs of our area. They can create a program as we get, if we attract a company that wants to come in here, we can tell them within a period of time that we can provide their workforce. It, it's going to be different than any place, and it's going to in, include a lot of things you wouldn't think, uh, because workforce is a big issue, not only in just blue-collar workers, but you look at uh, technicians for law offices and for insurance agents, and for all these people are suffering, and if we can give them the credentials and the skills, it will, we will transport people out of here to go work in other places in Florida and South Alabama. Yeah, it's a really innovative approach to creating a labor force that I don't think I'd ever seen in my life before, and you know, partly out of necessity and partly out of what we're capable of doing. It's really exciting. Gentlemen, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, and one of the things I know uh, Senator Broxson talked about in his uh, prepared remarks, or I don't know, in his remarks from the podium, was the value of being able to give occupational opportunities to our kids, right? When they grow up, instead of them having to feel like they need to leave and go somewhere else to make good money, they can stay here. And he was telling about how he's got like 12 grandkids and 10 of them live within a mile and a half of his house. Man, I wish. <laughs> I know, you know, but that's what we all want. We all want our families to stay together. And, you know, the longstanding rap against uh, Pensacola is, you know, it's a great place to raise kids who leave. You know, I mean, it just, you know, right, that's the idea. Is it's, you know, it's a great place to live and, and, and work. And then, um, you know, they leave and then maybe they come back later in life. But, you know, in that 20 to 40 gap, uh, that's been kind of the challenge. And something like ST maybe changes that a little bit, you know, for about 1,700 people, maybe. 621 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay.
with all the news about interest rates, here's some very good news from Piedmore Imports. Now through the end of February, an APR finance rate of 3.9% for 72 months is available on 2023 models like the Taos S, starting from 25641. The Tiguan S from 28227 are the seven passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. All are available for 3.9% financing for 72 months and all come with carefree coverage. Volkswagen's free maintenance for the first two years are 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first. So with carefree coverage and low APR rates of 3.9 for 72 months, Feedmore Imports has the models, the coverage, and the finance rates to help you own your new Volkswagen today. Feedmore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Feedmore Imports, 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualifying credit through PCI. Must take delivery by February 28th. See dealer for details. Hey, when your heater kicked on this season, did you get that awful burning smell? That smell is its accumulated dust and mold. The heater burns this nasty stuff off, and then the blower pushes it up into the ductwork. If you or your loved ones have allergies or breathing concerns, you know what I'm talking about. This is Todd St. Ors from Gulf Coast Air Care. We are the indoor air quality specialists. We have helped people for years with poor indoor air quality and air duct problems. At Gulf Coast Air Care, we can diagnose your issues and help you and your family be healthier, more comfortable, plus get a lower power bill. A clean furnace and heater and a clean and sealed duct system is the key to a healthy indoor environment. We can do a home performance test and inspection for you and show you exactly where the problem was located. And guess what? We do the repair work too. Call us at Gulf Coast Air Care at 934-2768 or on the internet at gulfcoastaircare.com. Get it, Sarah. Serious clean Gulf Coast Air Care. The Mobile Boat Show opens this weekend with all the new 2023 boat models and brands in one place for easy comparison shopping. One weekend only at the Mobile Convention Center. It's the biggest indoor show on the Gulf Coast with the best prices of the year on new boats, accessories, tackle, and more. Whether you fish the Gulf or cruise the bay, you'll find a boat that fits your budget. The Mobile Boat Show is the place to find all you need to get out on the water. And it's fun for the whole family. This weekend at the Mobile Convention Center. Tomorrow morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters. They'll be discussing, coming up this month, the Atlas Beverage Class, Jackson's Cooking Class, and other fun things and promotions that you won't want to miss. That's all tomorrow morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. Before Dave Ramsey, on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Well, you have bad hair. What did you say? I got music in my soul. I got music in my soul. My favorite part of that little sound drop is the gasping. <laughs> you have bad hair. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Oh, I I did not appreciate Anchorman the first time I watched it. Maybe it's then it was thereafter I got more involved in radio. I don't know, but something. It's pretty funny. Uh, also, Pert Happley is my hero. Uh, Six twenty five on News Radio. <laughs> Which one is that? Pert Happley is the uh, the 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 terrible self satirical uh, TV show host, news anchor on Parks and Recs. Oh, Bert Happley. Right, 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 right. Bert right, Happley right, is right, the right, one you know. right. I was and, like, and, I don't remember him in Anchorman. And now we, <laughs> I love and, Lamp. And oh. now we are going to go into the newsroom where we'll talk to a person who is in a room where there is news. Where there is news. Right. David Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Ah. Okay. David. And now there is news. The Supreme <laughs> Court will hear arguments today over President Biden's plan to forgive an estimated $400 billion in student loan debt. Biden's plan has been blocked by several legal challenges. Those challenging the plan in court argue that uh, the move is an abuse of executive authority. Families of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting victims now opposing the screening of a documentary about the tragedy. Charlie uh, Charlie Mann's film, Robbed, 77 Minutes of Police Incompetence, has been re-edited Scheduled to be shown at a theater in Uvalde later today. Last month, the victim's family spoke out against the release of the film. And the White House has given government agencies 30 days to delete TikTok from federal devices and systems. Uh, an announcement was made yesterday uh, as national scrut- uh, growing national security concerns of the uh, video app's ownership continue. Uh, so they've got 30 days, I guess, to learn all the trending dances. <laughs> yeah, or and then delete all the evidence we should them. get started now. <laughs> we have a lot That's of work right. ahead of us did i did i fail to go to you for traffic candy i'm so sorry candy, candy has traffic on that should have been before the news i'm so sorry uh, now go we'll ahead, go to candy. a room that has traffic thank you i'm uh, sorry no, we were talking about anchor man though hello uh, i was brought to you by ibew local union 676 who invite you to their career fair visit the comfort inn on davis highway it happens march 8th put your calendars down uh from three to seven or put it on your calendars i should say again that's a uh, local union 676 March 8th, Comfort Inn, Davis Highway, 3 to 7. Front gate of the base backed up past the Shell Gas Station. Looks like 98 is fine. Um, I bet it'll be down to one lane. They were working on the road shoulder again uh, yesterday, so I imagine they'll be doing it again. That'll be on Lillian, but it's not yet between Blue Angel and 98. Uh, it's traffic on the fives and uh, traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I, I particularly like the put down your calendars. Put <laughs> That's down an your expri- calendars. Put down the calendars. <laughs> Like Step anybody has one of these the big calendar. paper calendars, That's you can right. write it up there. Oh, I do. I do. Too. I do too. Yeah, I have one in here. I, I have the uh, I have the, the fold out, not the digital. Ooh, I think I know what we're talking about for frivolous topic today. Six twenty eight. Who's <laughs> old? Hands raised. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, both of our. How can you be old at twenty nine? Anyway, thank you. Um, couple of interesting notes, just some some bills that have filed, been filed. And, you know, always a bill filed does not mean that, uh, you know, something was actually passed. But it, it bills filed sometimes indicate where the culture's at, like what people are kind of concerned about. Alabama, Democrats in Alabama want to make it, and this is interesting because it's Democrats again. Um, Democrats in Alabama want to make it illegal for any public or private employer in the state of Alabama to force their employees to get microchipped. The what now? <laughs> yes, people, not pets. Um, a bill pre-filed for state's legisl- legislative upcoming session, that's what we're doing too here, uh, would make it a felony for a state agency, a private business, an insurance provider, or a bail bondsman, God, the movies, um, in the state to require employees to be implanted with a microchip as a condition of employment or services. So, again, imagine you go to get bail and they say, all right, We'll put up your bail, but you got to get microchipped in order to get it. 
wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, or insurance or private business. Now, what's interesting about this is I can see Democrats, you know, where their angle is, you know, wanting to protect, you know, people's liberties, people's individuality, their privacy, that kind of stuff. Um, I see conservatives, same reasons, but I also see a lot of conservatives where the first thing somebody talks about Oh, sure. Put a microchip where? I don't know. Your hand, your forehead, you know, whatever's convenient. You know, there's kind of like that biblical warning about some of this sort of stuff. And, I, you know, my first thought was, yes, please. Because if you if you start to have if, if it's legal to do this as a condition of anything, then how do you stop it? But if you get in ahead of time and say no. You know, we're putting we're putting chips in animals so that we can make sure they get back to their owners when we find them and they go to the shelter. We're not putting chips in people because people are not pets or property. Uh, so no, I'm I, I mean yeah, Democrats fine, do it, sign it, ban it, felony, no problem, totally agree. Six thirty here on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, David Wayne, what do you have coming up in your news, sir? An investigation underway after a jail inmate was found dead in Foley. We'll have more after Fox News. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. The Supreme Court today hears challenges to President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. 21 Democrat-led states joined the administration arguing it's legal. Six GOP-led states, supported by 17 other states, are expected to argue that the policy is overreach from the executive branch without approval from Congress. Another case involves two borrowers who claim they were unfairly excluded from benefits and want broader debt relief. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Washington. Jurors at Alec Murdaugh's murder trial in South Carolina will visit the house where his wife Maggie and son Paul were shot and killed. Murdoch's brother, John, testifies cleaning up his nephew's remains was the hardest thing he's ever done. felt like it was the right thing to do. I felt like I owed him, and I started cleaning. County deputies, meantime, are being asked to provide more protection at the property to keep picture-taking tourists away. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, 72 degrees. It is mostly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. An investigation underway after a 39-year-old man was found dead in his jail cell at the Foley Municipal Jail yesterday. The Baldwin County Sheriff's Office says Christopher Myers was found dead Monday morning. He'd been arrested on a misdemeanor warrant out of Alberta. Deputies say Myers had been intoxicated when he was brought to the jail, so he couldn't be released until he was sober. The sheriff's office says jail staff had checked on Myers several times throughout the day up until just a few hours before he was found unresponsive. They say there was no sign of suicide or an obvious trauma. Myers is being taken to the Department of Forensic Science in Mobile for an autopsy. A political game. That's how Pensacola's mayor, D.C. Reeves, described the Escambia County School District board member Kevin Adams' proposal to return the district to an elected superintendent. My feeling is the uh, if the school board has any issue with uh, leadership, I, you know, I, I've got a great relationship with Dr. Smith and, and I respect him very much. But part of appointed superintendent was for the ability to. Uh, if, if you don't like the direction of the school board uh, the, or the, that the school is going, the school board has the power as an elected body. They have the power to make change. I- 
And uh, Reeves says that all of Pensacola's voting districts had voted to change to the appointed superintendent back in 2018. Adams says he plans to bring a resolution at next month's uh, school board meeting that would seek a new referendum to change the district back to an elected superintendent. An attorney in West Central Florida has been arrested after allegedly ripping off his clients who'd been suing for damages from car crashes. Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Gutelleri says an att- attorney, Christopher Reynolds, stole more than $850,000 from 16 different victims. These people are not only out the uh, settlement money for compensation for pain, suffering, damages that happen as well as car wrecks, but again, their medical bills never got paid and now they're on the hook for the medical bills. And Gualteri says that Reynolds had a drug problem and was also spending his client's settlement money on adult websites, ride-sharing, and even prostitutes. Detectives believe there may be more victims. Reynolds' law license has been suspended by the Florida Supreme Court. Well, the days of the corporate kingdom are over. That's what Governor Ron DeSantis said yesterday after he signed a bill that dissolved Disney's self-governing board. The bill replaces the Reedy Creek Improvement District with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board. The governor says Disney no longer has its own government. It'll live under the same laws as everyone else. And he also says that Disney will pay its debts and fair share of taxes. Well, if you're headed down Highway 99A in the next day or so, you might notice the Walnut Hill Water Tower is getting a fresh coat of paint. Workers are out painting the tower, which, by the way, no small task. The 200,000-gallon tank, 142 feet off the ground and measures 24 feet high. It is almost 635 here at News Radio 92.3. Let's go ahead and get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy. You can go to me anytime, sir. Good, sir. Well, all right about Walnut Hill. Taking a look at 99A. The Antmore cutoff not showing any slowdowns or delays. In fact, 29 accident free all the way down to the split at Pace Palafox. Uh, certainly uh, use caution wherever you are. The front gate at the base is backed up past the Shell gas station. That's NAS. Uh, it's traffic on the fives. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Another warm day today with temperatures warming up near 80 degrees for your afternoon high. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 66. For Wednesday, warm pattern will continue with a high near 78 degrees. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 70 for your low. For Thursday, we are going to be seeing a small chance of rain build back in. 20% chance of showers with a high near 78. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 72, it is mostly cloudy in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, 71 in Milton. Our next news at 7, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. Marlboro maker Altria Group is in talks to buy e-cigarette startup Enjoy Holdings for at least $2.7 billion and plans to divest its stake in Juul Labs. The deal for Enjoy, one of the few e-cigarette makers whose products have clearance from federal regulators, could be announced as soon as this week. The Wall Street Journal reported last June that Enjoy had hired advisors and was exploring a sale. Altria, the largest maker of cigarettes in the U.S., has tried for years to develop or acquire e-cigarettes as U.S. smoking of traditional cigarettes declines. Private equity firms bought data centers in near-record numbers last year in a bid to capture ever-growing demand for data storage and cloud computing. That may come as good news for chief information officers and other corporate tech leaders as a once-abundant supply of data center space has filled up fast. The average monthly rate in primary data center markets last year jumped 14.6% year-over-year. On Wall Street, futures higher. That's your Money Now. Breaking news. 
Tax refund shock is everywhere, but what is it? My tax refund shrank. Mine too. The culprit? Pandemic-related stimulus payments and tax credits expiring. In this reporter's opinion, you need a tax expert. Hey guys, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund. And tax prep is 50% off? Going there now. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. I'm Rocky Mosell with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. VIP Care is bringing better health to the Pensacola community February 27th and 28th. Both days they'll be on hand at the University Town Center from 9 a.m. till noon, where they'll have giveaways, raffles, and we'll be answering all of your primary care questions. VIP Care specializes in primary care for Medicare Advantage members. They proudly accept Florida Blue Medicare, as well as most insurance plans in the county. Come see VIP Care February 27th and 28th. You deserve better health. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and at the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in this Friday morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable. Like the sands through Carpenter's Creek, so are the days of our Pensacola. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. At your place, you have a handout that I just provided you just with some data. Um, just tells you, shows you the amount of money that was brought in revenue-wise from... Uh, the Tree Planning Trust Fund by district, <clears throat> and you'll notice on there, $272,000 over the past 10 years has been brought in by, from District 2, which if you look at the total amount, the, with the miscellaneous included, is about 43% of the total is brought in to the Tree Planning Trust Fund. If it's just districts, it's 51%. Whereas expenditures, only 4% of the total and 5% of the district total has been spent in District 2, $32,869. I would argue that we are actually violating our... Um, 
our ordinance because it says first priority should go to the district and the area where the trees were removed from. This is City Council uh, City Councilman Charles Bear District 2, and uh, which used to be Sherry Myers District, and you would often hear Sherry Myers complain about how District 2 doesn't get enough of its share of the various funds, particularly for trees. And he also brought up that the outback, when that project happened, that was a bunch of trees that came down that put money into the tree planting trust fund that never got spent back in District 2, which is where they're supposed to go. That's supposed to be first priority. So basically, you know, he's raising the objection that there hasn't been nearly enough tree planting done. This is not exactly in connection with the tree planting trust fund issue of being uh, used to tear down trees, but it's kind of in that vein. It was a different agenda item because what he was saying was that the money ought to come back that $100,000, 90 of which was for dem- for, was for removal, that ought to come back to the Tree Planting Trust Fund and then get spent a lot in District 2. And that money ought to come back from, like, kind of maintenance stuff in the Parks and Rec's budget. And uh, that's what he was saying. Okay, so that was part one uh, of a really a two-part thing in the um, – city council because we already had the conversation about wanting to get a prohibition on future use of those funds for removal of trees uh so this is that second item that's that one basically wanted to shuffle the budget around and replenish the tree planting trust fund with the money that was taken from it an effort to undo the vote that had been done before essentially mayor dc reeves i'll start with the positive which uh, i'm about 90 days in and um while uh, of course we brought all sorts of things uh, to you council and uh you know there's been Agreement and disagreement, and what I'd say for the vast majority is, regardless of that, um, you know, I, I only speak for myself and, and perhaps the administration that, uh, in agreement or disagreement, we certainly continue to have uh, what I hope to be, you know, an overtly uh, strong professional relationship that we can agree and disagree and have short memories and move on to the next most important thing. You know, there's a butt coming. <laughs> We've been getting along. It's been good. It's been mostly professional. Everything's been fine for the first 90 days of my administration, comma, small b, B-U-T. In my opinion, um, what we're looking at here is the opposite of that. That's This is sour grapes le- legislation over a lost vote. Um, the council has already been brought this. It, it, it's already been voted on. And um, understand, you know, we can talk about, well, we always say we can't find the money. That that argument, of course, there's a lot of things you can do in when, in any discussion. Hence, something that's in front of us now, which we know the what had already been voted on can't be reconsidered. So this is a subversive version of trying to have it reconsidered. So he's saying that Charles Bear is being uh, is bringing subversive legislation, and it's a sour grapes vote because Charles Bear was on the losing end of the four three that voted to take that money away. And again. I was with the antis on that vote. I still am. I don't think the money should have been used to take down trees, even though some are also going to be planted. We should have uh, found a different way to fund that very important removal item, but it shouldn't have been funded from the Tree Planting Trust Fund. Again, I just can't get over the cognitive hurdle of you had to pay a penalty for taking down trees, and the money from that penalty was then used to take down trees. Like that, I can't make that square circle in my head. Uh, but okay, I was on the losing end of that vote philosophically as well. And yet I agree with this, that this is really just an effort to undo that vote. And, you know, typically the rule, at least with, when you've got Robert's rules, I guess, is if you lose a vote, you don't get to reconsider that vote. But the, the winning side can bring it up for reconsideration. This isn't exactly the same. It's a budgetary change. But I think we all recognize that what Charles was trying to do was to get that 90 grand back. There was no contact with myself, our administration, um, 
council, uh, Councilman Baer and council staff um, just picked with no knowledge, no context, or hearing nothing from our Parks and Rec about um, what would be coming out of the budget, what plans were, any of that. This is just a subjective guess. So the funds from which the money would be removed, there's been no real analysis of what those funds are for, what projects would have to be cut or delayed, no consultation with staff. This is DC saying, look, if you're going to shuffle the budget, at least talk to us about it. The first comments we heard about it were in the newspaper about how we found the money. And I just want to say on behalf of our staff, the way that that sounds, that this is some nefarious, you know, that, that there was some discovery that happened is absolutely ludicrous. And um, I defend our staff and we try to make decisions that we believe are what's best for our community. So don't go waging politics through the news media. You know, talk to us, work with us. That's what he's trying to cultivate here. Um, and the the money wasn't just found somewhere. You know, there's all kinds of things that have to happen for this to be the case. We'll get back to the rest of this in just a second. Let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Five. I hate it when you do that. Like, I'm riveted here. <laughs> so, man. Rules are rules. I know. Um, this is brought to you by Discover. Discover credit cards do something awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. See terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Now, I'm not showing anything that's uh, going to slow you down. It looks like 29, like I mentioned earlier, is accident-free. 98, not showing any delays. Three Mile Bridge is clear. Front gate at the base, still backed up past the Shell gas station. And certainly, if you know different or you have traffic tips, 437-1620. Text them in. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Andrew? Thanks so much, Candy. <laughs> sure. Back to the city council meeting. Okay, so Charles Bear has... Wanted to undo the prior vote and move ninety. That's actually hundred grand out of to some, you know, out of uh, some maintenance funds and back into the tree planting trust fund. Um, DC has scolded him for sour grape subversive legislation and wanting to undo a vote and waging politics through the media. Jen Brer, we've got a new mayor coming in, cleaning up the past administration. Miss um, Hostetter, I'm going to tell you that I absolutely believe this new mayor that I've got sitting next to me that takes my space over there that I don't get anymore, um, has an incredible eye on maintenance. I do think it's a new world, okay? And I think you're gonna, you're gonna appreciate and see differences, and I don't think that that's the issue. And I do get when the tree's falling on someone, that is a danger zone, and we've gotta do something about that. Yeah, and of course, you know, what she's saying is that, and she was very praising of the new mayor for, and several other people mentioned how the maintenance regime and the cleaning up of the streets and just getting things done seems to be um, dramatically improved even only in the first three months of his administration. Jared Moore? It's coming directly out of right away landscape maintenance line items to refund, for lack of a better term, the tree fund, it just it, it seems like it's just going to become a cyclical sort of, if you don't pay to take care of the right of way this year, we take it out of the 2023 budget right away maintenance. Well, in 2024, we're going to have another exigent circumstance. So what he's saying is that if you take money out of, it, which is what Charles Bear wanted to do, take it out of Parks and Rec maintenance stuff and right away maintenance, then you're still going to have the problems of maintaining those. And you're going to have to fund that again next year somehow. And the problem will be worse. So how does this really solve any of the big problems? So I don't know. Uh, it's uncomfortable. We did the uncomfortable thing. We shot Old Yeller. It's sad. I'm, I hate that Old Yeller got shot. We did, made the tough decision, but I don't want to have to shoot him again next year because we wanted to make ourselves feel better. So uh, I, I don't support this this evening. So to sum up, if you want to make yourself feel better, shooting Old Yeller is not the way. <laughs> I just see Jared's that. always the greatest. I know, He's I know the Jared's greatest. Like 
Wow, we 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 turned that. If you haven't seen Old Yeller, it's a movie. No, anyway. Um, <laughs> then Allison Patton, who's one of the new members of uh, council. I think uh, Councilman Bear said it uh, in his discussion about the ordinance. This is a terrible way of doing business, and I agree with that. Um, I also heard Miss um, Hostetter, and uh, I think I read it in the PNJ article that this is essentially a reconsideration of a prior decision by council. That's what everybody sees this as. We can spin it however we want, but that's what it is. Yeah, we again, I was on the other side on the vote, but I agree this is a reconsideration of an already settled issue and that's not something that's supposed to happen here. I can't support this. I don't think it is professional. I don't think this is the collegial way we should be working together and I think it it fosters mistrust and um, I think that's very very unfortunate. So I will not be supporting this tonight. And so to sum up, uh, unprofessional, uncollegiate, fosters mistrust, subversive, uh, sour grapes, and we don't want to shoot old yeller again. <laughs> See, but 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 the level of emotion at at you know Pensacola, like this is high drama for Pensacola. Um, Milton, you know, you don't have to figure it out so much. <laughs> the drama is in the loudness anyway. To me, there's no greater disservice of a tree planting trust fund than one that's sitting flush with dollars. I Amen. Mean, Spend it. Best time to train a, plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. This is a type of fund that should be spent. So, um, and past dysfunction or disagreement or whatever the case may be that has gotten us here. Uh, I'm open-minded about whatever way that we want to strategically and meticulously, yet urgently, uh, move this uh, move this forward and get trees in the ground. I, I think we can all agree on that. Um, and so, uh, as I said, the money collecting interest in a bank account doesn't do us any good. We've got if we're going to do maintain our tree canopy, plant additional trees. Uh, I am all for that as we move ahead. And, and I totally agree with that. I just, where I disagree is if the money is in the tree planting trust fund and being squandered because trees aren't being planted with it, the answer isn't then use it to take down trees. <laughs> you know, the answer is use it to plant trees. Um, you know, and, and again, I think DC really wants to do that. And he's said as much. And, you know, and he says, look, let's just get stuff planted. It may not matter as much which district which again the ordinance seems to do to do care about the district this terrible grammar but um so I'm kind of with Charles Bear on that slice of the question I don't think tree canopy picks what district they live in I think we have 22 square miles of landmass here um, that's not a whole lot of space um, and, and at the bottom the bottom line is uh, where we see need on streets on trying to lower temperatures for people who walk and bike to work um, all of those different opportunities I'm really looking forward to um, coming up, and I've had conversations with with some of you about where those best places are moving forward. Yeah, so, uh, it, but I do, I am sympathetic to the concern that the money was generated by District 2. The money wasn't then spent in District 2, especially when some things like the, you know, the tornado and things like that happened. Um, so anyway, this vote went very badly for Charles Bear. He was a one of seven, so six to one against him on this one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he should have brought this item. It, clearly, it was, you know, they can't really poll the other people before they do the vote. Um, and, you know, it wasn't just a spanking of the six to one, but it was a comments about the inappropriateness of bringing the vote. Um, and, you know, it's kind of funny. I was just talking to Charles yesterday. He was at the ST Engineering. And, um, you know, I was, I, 
Look, I tend to analyze issues on the base of each individual case. I try not to get into the, well, this person does it, so it must be wrong, or this person does it, so it might be right. Um, and, you know, I'm going to agree with Charles, like, about the Aldi and about the tree planting trust fund. I'm going to disagree with him about whether this vote was the appropriate one to ask for, because that's the way you should analyze things. You know, people get things right, people get things wrong, myself included. <laughs> you know, myself included. Uh, just because Andrew said it doesn't mean it's right. And also, if you're a big critic of mine, just because I say it doesn't mean it's wrong, you know, I might once in a while get a thing right. It's okay. 652 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. This is Pastor Carl Gallops of the Hickorhamic Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Are you and your family looking for a church that when Sunday morning rolls around, you can say, oh, good, it's time to go to church? Well, let me invite you to consider worshiping with us at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church, where multiplied hundreds of people say these very words every Sunday. We are doctrinally sound, featuring the exaltation of Jesus Christ and the clear contextual preaching of the Bible. The Bible is made relevant and exciting. You're convicted, challenged, encouraged, and uplifted at the same time. We have premier youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, Bible studies, and missions outreach. We have a team of pastoral counselors offering guidance for your Christian and family life. You can find out everything you'd want to know about us on our huge and highly interactive website at hickoryhammockbaptist.org. Let me give you an open invitation to worship at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church this Sunday morning. And then the next Sunday, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. I kid you not, regular members and even first-time guests say it every single Sunday. In a world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand and we have your back. Join us on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This is Tort Talk with personal injury lawyer Terrence A. Gross. Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. In 1986, the Florida Bar limited personal injury contingency fees through trial to 40%. At that time, I thought that was too high. I've now practiced personal injury law in Northwest Florida for over 40 years, and I'm proud to say I've never charged a client 40%. Tort Talk is brought to you by Terrence A. Gross. Call 434-3333 or check them out at grossandschuster.com. The new year means a new resolution, and one of the sure things on the menu is weight loss. Tune in today at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as one of the ProHealth team members will be the guest, and we'll be discussing how ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program can help you during the new year and beyond. Get ready to feel and look better with the ProHealth Medical Weight Loss Program. That's today at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Gallon of gas, 335. Florida average, 327. Texas is 290. That's the low. California is the high at 477. 
315 East at the Walmart in Navarre, 315 at the other Walmart in Navarre with my other brother, Daryl. Uh, 317 at the Liberty Station in Gulf Breeze, 323 at the Exxon in Gulf Breeze proper. I think I said Gulf Breeze at Tiger Point, you know what I mean. Uh, 306 at the uh, Raceway before you get to Avalon and Milton, 305 at the Pea Ridge Murphy, 313 if you can wait until the Tom Thumb. That's a penny cheaper than earlier if you're going through pace. Getting over into Pensacola, 296 at the Walmart on Nine Mile, same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. And coming in from the southwest side, looks like 307 at the Shell on Cervantes. Uh, 6.56 here on News Radio 92.3. Let's go to Candy before we get to Dave in the newsroom. Drink Candy? Sure. Front gate at NAS is backed up past the Shell Station this morning. And the uh, rest of everything else looking just fine. 29 not showing any problems. Missed the Atmore cutoff a little bit earlier. Old Palafox, 9 Mile not showing any issues either. It was an accident there yesterday. Hey, if you have traffic tips, text them in 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Yep. And by the way, those gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen. Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Congressional members from New York and New Jersey. Uh, first responders are gathering uh, today to announce a bill to add funding to the World Trade Center Health Program. The program helps first responders and others who've gotten sick because of the toxins connected to the September 11th terror attacks. Top economists are divided on where the U.S. economy is headed this year as inflation remains high and job growth stays robust. National uh, Association for Business Economics survey showing a significant divergence among respondents on the outlook of the economy. And actor Tom Sizemore, he's known for supporting roles in several films, is not expected to survive after suffering a brain aneurysm at his home in Los Angeles this month. Uh, That's according to a statement made by the uh, actor's representative yesterday. Doctors have recommended Sizemore's family consider end-of-life decisions. Yeah, it's very sad news. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 658 here on News Radio 923. Time for Future News. <laughs> I love the whisper Sorry. campaign. <laughs> Future News when Candy and I tell you what's gonna happen before it happens. All right, there's a bill filed in Alabama to prevent anybody from microchipping employees or recipients of bail bonds or a whole bunch of range of things. Uh it, it, to like to prohibit that as a condition of service or employment. Are we five years from now, will putting microchips in people become a standard thing? I mean, I hope not, because you know I like to skip out on work and shop. Right, I don't want people Hello. tracking me. No, I uh, want you tracking me. I, I am <laughs> really? horrified. Because it shows you're at the mall. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fine. I, I, you, you say you went to the movies, but um, I'm horrified by this future, but I do... I am concerned that this might be the way we go. That that you know, it just seems like I the kind it. of thing well, where people the, would go this those way. Those air tags. Yeah, and well, I want you're air gonna, tag right, Mary exactly. Hoxing, even though I have no reason. I just <laughs> want to know what everybody's doing. Will Will we have a vote to move back to an elected superintendent? Do you think that's going to get on the ballot? Yes. I'm going to say no. Uh, most, After everything? Mostly because I'm hoping no. I don't, I don't think you change your format. What you do, if anything, is you change your superintendent. And I'm not advocating we get rid of Tim Smith. I'm saying. If you really think this is so bad, the the choice is try a different person in the role, not mm-hmm. totally revamp the structure. Uh, at least that would be my oh, approach. Oh, I like him, but because yeah. you don't know if it's the person or the structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Supreme Court today is going to hear the Biden loan arguments. Which way do you think they're going to go? Are they going to allow them or are they going to strike them down ultimately? Allow. I also think they will allow them personally, but I'm waiting to hear for the arguments. Obviously, local talk during the day with Jenna Barr, nine to eleven, is on. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. There's paid internship opportunities. 
in the city of Pensacola. We'll have more on that right after this update from Fox News here at News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.